Hello, Mountain. Are you ready to unleash some love? Good. I hope so. Um, today marks a really cool, important, special, and fun day because we are launching a brand new, super awesome two-year church-wide initiative called Unleash Love. And, uh, it, you know, it's going to be something um, special for each one of us and something important for all of us. So, you know, it's kind of two parts to this. There's, there's something really important that can happen for every single one of us to have a kind of encounter with God that will be life-changing and change the way your faith looks at a personal level. There's something for each one of us. Just, just stop and really think, where are you with your relationship with God? And to, to try to get into our heads a sort of fresh or maybe brand new understanding of just how amazing it is that Jesus died for you, loves you, is for you, and to let that soak up into your life in a way that just can't help but evoke some kind of response out of our life. To sort of soak up the love of God so it's like, I've got to, I've got to unleash love in some way. And there's a spiritual journey and wrestling that will go with that. And every one of us, each one of us, is going to have an opportunity to do that over the next several weeks. But it's also for all of us, Together, There's going to be some stuff that is there's some extra energy when we kind of say, okay, what can we do together and move together? Uh, and that's part of what Unleash Love is about as well, because there are some things that we can do together that none of us can do all by ourselves. And that's, in fact, what I think biblical Christianity calls us to is to do some things together that we can't do by ourselves. And Unleashed Love is about that. We do the, what's one thing I love about Mountain? I, I love the fact that we have a lot of people at Mountain because we can make a bigger dent sometimes with some ministries that God opens for us. So just for example, uh, we have this thing called Second Saturday Serve on the second Saturday of every month, and people show up and just go serve in the community in various ways. We got a picture from this Saturday, yesterday, and some people went around. There's a bunch of young adults got out of bed and went over and cleaned the... The firehouse at Joppa, that was cool that they did that. We served our neighbor down the road at Jerusalem Mill and worked on some fences outside there. And We packed up a load of trash for Ethan and Bethy Magnus because they're selling their house as they moved away. We served at Kia's Corner, the thrift shop, next door to the epicenter, sorting through donations. If you look closely in that picture, you'll notice apparently somebody donated some undies, uh, which were being sorted for the picture, which is nice. So if you need a great deal on some whitey tidies. You can head over to Kena, Kia's Corner, kind of got photographic evidence. I guess you could say that ministry was not a long-term ministry, just a brief ministry. So <laughs> here's my point. Here's my point. All that stuff, no one person could ever do all of that. No matter how fired up you are, no matter what kind of encounter you have with God, there are some things that we can only do together. You know, when we're up north in Minnesota, we take a tree down, you've got to clean it up. And so you, you can pick up branches and sticks yourself and some little logs, but there are some logs that are too big and you'd go call some friends in, you all line up on the log and you all bend down together and one, two, three, and you can lift that log together that you could never do on your own. And Unleashed Love is going to be that for us as well because there are some logs before us. There are some things that God has said, look what you guys could do, but I need you to kind of sense the Spirit and move together and all bend down and hoist some logs. One, two, three, and we're going to have a chance to do that and see some stuff that none of us could make happen on our own, which is very exciting when it comes to the kingdom of God. So Unleashed Love has got this sense of expectancy, kind of some excitement in the air, appropriately so. 
uh, because there's going to be some stuff for each one of us in our encounter with God and something for all of us together as well. And I think it's, I believe it's going to change our church in, in some dramatic ways. I think it's going to change our community. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say it's going to have an impact all over the world. And I hope you will dive in as deeply as you know how so it'll change you. I hope you don't miss it. Because, you know, the love of God is just that powerful. And I, and I love that even though there's going to be some huge, big things we're going to talk about that we can do together, some big macro goals, you know, it's the micro level that Jesus never loses sight of. You know, each one of us. He has a relationship with each one of us, and he's pursuing people, and he loves people, and that's what this church is about. You know, not, not long ago, um, we had one of these baptism splashes where we just put up a pool of water out there, and God provides the solar heating, and we just say, um, hey, who wants to surrender their life to Christ and get baptized? And dozens of people came, and it was an amazing day. I'm down in the water there, and this old guy comes down the stairs. He was old, like 60 or 70, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> No, but, but seriously, he, he did have the, the kind of look of someone who maybe had seen a lot in life, kind of a weathered face. And some people, when they get in the water, they're all very excited and they're kind of giddy and happy, but he was very sober and, you know, I could tell his eyes were maybe a little moist, like he was kind of biting his lip to fight back a quiver. And I, I just, um, sometimes I feel kind of led, sometimes I lean in, I just said, is there anything you want to say? to the people. And um, he just shook his head no, as if to say, get on with it. Let's just get this over with. So we baptized that old guy, and he came up out of the water, and he just kind of immediately gave me a big, tight, wet hug. And, uh, you know, we were, we were cleaning up afterwards, and he sought me out. And that's when I, I heard a little bit more from him. Everyone's got a story, you know. Everyone's got something going on, and he let me in a little bit into his life, and I'll try to relay that to you in a, in a way that would reflect the color of what he said without offending anybody, but he just said, you know, I screwed up big time. He said, I drank my bleepity bleep marriage away. Uh, I cheated until my kids were driven away. He says, I was in an absolute bleepy bleeping hole at the rock bottom. And one day I finally just cried out to God, are you there? I need help. And he told me to come to this bleepity bleep church. <laughs> so I did. He said, the first time I came, you were talking about the forgiveness of God. And I said, bleepity bleep, I ain't never heard nothing like that. <laughs> he said, because I always knew that God hated me. And that he was ashamed of me like I was of myself. And that there was no hope for me because of how bad I was and how bad I'd become. And then, he's, then he says to me, almost like a finger in the chest, like, but you said, as if to say, you better not be wrong about this. You said that no matter how bad I was, there was more love in God than there was bad in me. And then he said, man, that was one bleepity bleep and heck of a sermon. <laughs> Except he didn't say bleepity bleep and he didn't say heck of a, but you get the idea. And I immediately thought two things. 
First I thought, you know, when I asked him if he wanted to say anything when he was in the baptistry, <laughs> I was sort of glad he said no. <laughs> Would have been exciting, but not what I was looking for at the moment. But you know, the second thing that immediately came to my mind is probably what I hope is in some of your minds, and that is just how glad I am to be part of a church where a guy like that can find Jesus. Where a guy like that can experience that the love of God is actually for him. And you know what? He's on the road right now. And he doesn't talk all Christianese like some of y'all, but he's on his way with Jesus. He's meeting with some guys in this church, and he's making progress. And I'm just so grateful. And you know what else I'm grateful for? Is how blessed we are because we get a front row seat to life change like that all the time. Like it happens every day in our own lives. It can happen and it's happening all over. And there's this sort of momentum and beautiful stuff that's happening all around us. And I just love being a part of a church where God is on the move like that. You probably need to know this is a good time for our church. It's not us. We're very, very blessed though. It's not us, but God is doing something. So just for example, attendance is up 6% over last year. That means there's like every weekend, 300 more people in one of our services just looking for truth with God. Kids ministry is up 20% over last year. Like 20%, are you kidding me? It's like all these, you can't even step without stepping on a kid. Like, that's good to know. About 320 baptisms so far just this year. Ministries like Celebrate Recovery, like our student ministries, like um, Epicenter over at Edgewood are welcoming more people and serving and ministering to more people than ever before. Just this year, you know, our Go ministry, we have these Go trips, these global mission trips. Mountain has sent teams to Italy, Kenya, Arizona, Mexico, Romania. And in fact, right at this very minute, this weekend, they left yesterday, we have a team in the Dominican Republic. And they're on the ground now in the aftermath of Hurricane Andrew doing what Jesus' people do. They're unleashing love because that's what love does. That's what Mountain does. That's what Jesus does. And, and, and we're just so blessed that we get to be part of something like that. There's all this great momentum, all this growth. But you know what? We, we are not even close to tapping our potential. There's so much pent-up possibility here. When you look around and see what could be and what, how many more people could be unleashed into full-on service and love for God. You know, we're not even close to full-on redemptive potential for what God could do through us together or some of us in our own lives even. And so that's why now is the moment. And I've sensed it, I can feel it, and I think you probably can too. Now is the moment for us to seize an opportunity and just kind of say yes to God in one big collective way. That's what Unleashed Love is. A chance for us to unleash more heartfelt prayer, to unleash more ministry and service, to unleash more generosity, to unleash more full-on commitment and love so we can just, each of us can encounter God in a special way so all of us can do something that we could never do on our own. It's so important right now at Mountain that we've, um, we've created a kind of video to lay it all out and to get us all on the same page to understand it. So let's take a few minutes right now. We want to show the video. And as you watch it, will you just do your best to kind of let your heart get excited about what maybe it would mean in your life if you were completely unleashed and what if we were together as well. Go ahead and watch the screen.
been hanging out at the racetrack and I love being around these horses. They're, they're so beautiful. They're, they're huge and stately, a thousand pounds of rippling muscle, right? But as calm and serene as they are in the stable, I'll tell you, on race day, it's a whole nother matter because they put them in these starting gates and, and they're just like so excited, ready to burst out of the gate. Their, their nostrils are flaring, their eyeballs are bulging. They are literally chomping at the bit. And then they open the gates and they tear out of there, 45 miles an hour. You know, it's crazy, thundering footsteps and a cloud of dust. What happened? Well, they were unleashed. They were let loose. They were finally set free to run the way they were meant to run. And that's what God so badly wants to see happen in your life and mine. Imagine if your life was totally unleashed, if God could unleash all the horsepower of mountain, imagine what God could do. You know, the Bible often invites us to look backward in history at some amazing people that have lived these incredible lives of tremendous faith in God. People like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, and others. And you know, mountains got our own history like that. People who have gone before us and taken steps of faith in their own walk with God, and who by God's grace have helped make mountain what it is today. Mountain Church began in 1824 with just a tiny handful of faithful Christ followers. They met in a little log cabin church building that sat up on the hill next to Mountain Road. These folk were absolutely devoted to doing whatever it takes to reach more people so they could make more and better disciples. And that was 192 years ago. And today, you know, Mountain was just named the 41st fastest growing church in America last year. We have over a thousand baptisms in just the last couple of years. Every weekend, over 5,000 people gather on three mountain campuses who then live out their faith with a life on mission with this ever-expanding ripple that reaches literally all over the world. And that's because the Jesus who called together that little group in the Log Cabin Church is the same Jesus who's calling us together and sending us out today. The track is before us. The gates are open. We've been so loved by God, and it's our time now to unleash love. It's going to take a step of faith on your part to do that, but it's going to be an amazing adventure. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 12, it says this, May the Lord pour on the love so it fills your lives and splashes over on everyone around you. And that's what Unleash Love is really all about, just spilling and spreading God's love through us on everyone all around us. Now, Unleash Love is a 24-month initiative in which we're going to sync up with the mission of Jesus and unleash radical love like never before. What you love about Jesus is that when he was walking the earth, he just loved everyone all the time. He was loving here, there, everywhere, everywhere he went. And what we want to do over the next two years at Mountain Together is exactly the same thing. We've come up with some strategies that God, we believe, has led us to that will help us unleash love here, there, and everywhere. First, right here. 
That's the immediate area right here where God has called us to. There's a huge mission right at Mountain. So this means all the ministries that make Mountain Mountain, everything that we love about how Mountain serves. We're going to bring a refresh to some children's space. So it just screams, we love kids at all of our campuses. And then we're going to unleash love there. This is the area right around Mountain. God's calling us, y'all. It is time for us to launch our next multi-site campus. We need to plant more churches, and we need to leverage technology to the full so we can launch an online campus. And finally, we're going to unleash love everywhere. This refers to the global impact God is going to make through us at Mountain. And specifically, Unleash Love will allow us to enhance some ministry we're doing in Kenya, in India, and in a restricted access area of Southeast Asia where we're going to go to a completely unchurched area. My neighbor um, wanted to visit Mountain and asked me if I wanted to go and I said sure and when I came in I just felt like I was home. I'm just um, so grateful for what the youth ministry has done for our, our children. Um, my daughter um, came to know the Lord right outside these doors 17 years ago and my other daughter was baptized in the sanctuary here and just a few weeks ago my youngest son preached his first sermon in the same sanctuary. It just makes me more grateful to those who um, sacrificed um, to make, make it happen for us. To unleash love means to us basically to show other people God's love the way that we've experienced here at Mountain and people have loved on us um, in intense amounts. One thing that excites me about the Unleash Love initiative uh, when it comes to serving is just picturing or imagining coming to a second Saturday serve and seeing hundreds of people there ready to serve out in the community doing God's work that's just that's that would just be amazing. Now, Unleash Love is what we're calling a one-fund initiative. You know, maybe you've heard about a traditional campaign somewhere else where you give a gift that they would call above and beyond what you'd normally give. Well, Unleash Love is different. Unleash Love is everything we do at Mountain. So, all the ministries, all of our general fund, ministry budget items, our expansion at Mountain Road, new campuses, global mission, everything is one mission and one fund. So Unleash Love is a call to all of us to commit one whole number, one total commitment of radical, sacrificial generosity over the next two years so we can unleash love in an extravagantly generous way. I grew up in a house where there was no Bible. Um, my grandparents never went to church. Um, I am the unchurched, and uh, Mountain is the place where I came to find and know Christ. It changed my life. It changed my family's life. It changed the trajectory of my family and for generations to come. Friends, I've never been more excited about what God is doing through Mountain than I am right now. The stories are amazing. It's, it's incredible. And yet, here's the truth. I believe our best days are ahead. I believe what's really exciting is the track that's out in front of us. And I want that to be true in my own life, and I bet you do too. Here's how you don't miss that. You just ask God, as sincerely as you know how to do, God, how do you want to unleash love through me and my life? How, 
How should I pray? How should I give? How should I serve? So you could unleash love through me. If you're ready for a spiritual adventure, if you're ready to take a step of faith that will really stretch you, if you're ready to go closer to Jesus, and if you're ready to see Mountain do some amazing stuff together that none of us could do by ourselves, then you're ready for Unleash Love. So there it is. Off we go. Unleash love. So a couple things. One, I hope you'll do everything you can to be here every weekend. We've got some great stuff planned, some challenging stuff, some testimonies. Uh, are going to be unleashing some of the vision for the future of the church and some challenges that we'll do together. There's one week we'll call Commissioning Weekend where we'll all have a chance to really kind of just think about what's God calling me to do and serve in my life in this next season of my life where I think that'll be really highly meaningful and a lot of growth opportunities. Also, this is so important and we're hoping everyone dives in so deeply. We've created a special Unleash Love booklet which is kind of our roadmap and uh, they're being passed out right now so just grab, make sure everyone gets one of your own, not like one per family, but you're going to want to have one of your own. Um, first, it explains some things about Unleash Love and the history and all of that, but then what it is is a daily devotional guide. There's some scriptures from the Bible to read. There's reflection questions every single day as we move through, starting tomorrow, and I think you're going to really appreciate that. And then there's some um, questions and reflection things you can do together with others as a group with your family or others um, there are already about 2,000 people who have joined groups at Mountain just around Unleash Love but there's lots of room for others to join there's mid-sized groups every night of the week there are groups all over and so the hub or we can help you in other ways to get connected there's DVD teaching material that are also available online that you can just go to where every week there's a new teaching to dive deeper into the to the Bible and to study some of these things together and then discuss it with friends so your experience of this is gonna skyrocket if you do it with some others so that's what the booklet is for um, be here on the weekend um, do the daily devotions and reflection questions. Get grouped up. Take the Unleash Love Challenge. We're going to have a challenge every week that will get it out of the clouds and right down into daily practical activities we can do in our life of faith. And let's just see what God does. Let's see what God does, okay? Um, I think it's going to be like what the Apostle Paul describes when he's talking to some friends of his. And he says, it's like, he says, you know what I wish for you? Here's what I wish for you. And then he just lays it out. He says, I would just love to see the Lord make your love increase. And the word there means to like explode or expound. Or Are you, let me ask you, are you ready to see the love of God increase in you and out of you? In you and out of you. That, that's the heart of it. He's saying, I hope that would happen. Here's exactly the wording. 1 Thessalonians 3, uh, verse 12. May the Lord... Pour on the love so it fills your lives and splashes over on everyone around you. That's a beautiful picture of what I think God wants to have happen in your life. Are you splashing the love of God on anyone these days? And you know what else I'm excited about is um, what it can mean for what we can do together. 
Uh, I think of the Apostle Paul and his words over in 1 Corinthians 16. Um, I, I love this because it's exactly how I think we are at Mountain right now. The Bible speaks with such relevance here. He says, he's thinking about ministry opportunities that he's got before him. And he says to them, he says, there is a wide open door for great and effective work here. So it's like he can see it. There's a door that's open. There's a room on the other side. And we, all we need to do is walk through it. Then he says, but, there's always a but. But there is great opposition as well. It's not as easy as just walking right through it. And that's exactly where we are at Mountain. God is saying to us, man, I've blessed you. I've I'm enabled you to do this or that. Here's some wide open doors, and I want you to walk through them. But like anything else in life that is worth doing, like anything else in life that is amazing, like anything else in life that is really, really successful, it won't be free or easy or it'll, it'll be challenging. It'll be hard. There'll be some struggle. And that's part of what's going to make it great. So we've got some tremendous open doors before us, and we're not going to let a little but or a little opposition or a little it's hard stop us because the Bible says that even the gates of hell won't prevail against the church, you guys. So we've got to unleash love, and we're going to go after it and seize it, even if it takes some hard work, splashing some love out of our lives so we can move through some open doors that God gives. Because when you think about it, you know what mountain is? Mountain. Mountain is just a collection of ordinary people who have come to experience the love of God in such a way that we're convinced it's the most powerful force in the cosmos. And we have to do a gut check about whether we believe that or not. As we come into election time, as we think about our families and our life, what's the most important and powerful force? It's the love of God. And it needs to be unleashed, and we're the ones to do it. And we're people who are learning to see people how Jesus sees them. You know, I was, when God opened up the doors for us to serve in a humble way um, after the deputies um, were shot and killed, Mountain had an opportunity there to serve this community. And uh, the one funeral service was televised, and I spoke about the peace of Christ in our lives. And a woman approached me the next week and she said that peace you talk about I don't have that and I need it can you help me find it and I said yes I can I think I can and she's on her way in a relationship with Jesus and friends that's what this is about so many people are hurting family and friends of ours so many people are filled with emptiness and confusion, anger and fear and loneliness and depression and worry. And those people matter to Jesus and they matter to us. And they need love unleashed on them. Because the love of Jesus is the most powerful force in the world. It can rescue, it can redeem, it can... It can encourage, it can save, it can heal, it can forgive, it can empower, and it can give light and life and hope and peace and joy where there's none of that. The love of God does all that. And my friends, if you've tasted that love, if you've experienced it, if you know that love and received it, then our job is to, is to spread it and to share it and to send it and to live it and to unleash it. Friends, we simply must unleash love. So just imagine, imagine what your life would be like if 
you weren't leashed up, tied down, held back. Imagine for a minute. What if all of us were unleashed, really? Like what if we weren't, for example, leashed up by our fears? Fears of failure. Fears of doing it wrong. Fears of what someone might say or what someone might think. Fears of stepping out of our comfort zone and doing something that involved risk or adventure. What if we weren't afraid? Imagine. What if we could get unleashed from fear? What, what, what if we could get unleashed from our busyness? You know, the things that are all, many of them very good, but the busyness collectively ends up hemming us into a status quo and keeps us in the same hectic ruts of activity so we have to say no to new exciting opportunities to do something great for God. What if we could be free from that? What if we could be free from the leash of sin in our own lives, in our own secret places, where that chains us up and holds us back and goes further to tell us we're not good enough and God couldn't use us and there's nothing we can do and blah, blah, blah. What if we could just move all of us from cautious to courageous in our faith? What if we could move from fearful to faithful? You know, from casual to committed. As we could just unleash more heartfelt prayer than ever, more sincere ministry than ever, more bold generosity than ever. I think there's going to be something here for all of us and each of us. You know, I've been looking at our church and kind of realizing something lately about who's here, there's a lot, you know, I would say, I'm going to speak to some of you now, there's some of us who have come and you're part of this place to some degree, you're enjoying, you're benefiting, you're, you're being blessed, you're connecting to a degree, but there's a, there's a degree which you haven't jumped in, really. You haven't linked arms with the mission fully. You, you haven't stepped toward the Lord fully. And so I'm just saying, this is a perfect time. This is your moment. I'm calling you out to say, you know it, I know it, God knows it. Unleash love is your moment to take a step toward the Lord. And in the so doing, take a step toward what God is calling all of us to do together. And let this be a time of unprecedented spiritual growth. I mean, one of the things we love about Mountain is that everybody's welcome here. Everybody's welcome. That's the way Jesus rolls, right? So look around, you know, at all of our campuses, we got all these different kind of people. You know, we got brand new people to faith. We got people that haven't stepped across the line of faith yet. We got veteran Christians who are on fire. We got people who are kind of burnt out. We got a little bit of everything going on. We got people who are really well off. We got people who are very hard up. You know, no money in the bank. We got we got people who are married. We got singles. We got you know Harco natives and transplants like me. We got old timers, millennials. We got people on top of the world today. Like bring it, let's do it. We got people who are crushed by the weight of the world today. And we got, we got people whose purple football teams are completely undefeated. <laughs> and then some who, who aren't, who can't say that, but you knew I was going to work it in somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> Here, yeah, but the thing we love about Mountain is that whoever you are, whatever your story is, wherever you've been, we're all welcome here. And that was the first step that a lot of you have taken is to step into this church. You've experienced some of that love of God. What I'm telling you now is it's time for all of us to take another step. For some of us, it's a really important step out of the sidelines, into the game, to commit more fully, closer to Jesus, get your hand on the log you've been watching other people lift. It's like this is your time. Step closer in your faith. Lead your family in, connect, 
I just hope that everyone who calls this church home is where you hang out spiritually. I hope you'll be as engaged as you can be for Christ's sake, for someone else's sake who is counting on you, and for your own sake, really. Can I just say as we kind of close this down and kick this thing off here, just remember all of us through all of this. This isn't about us, okay? It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about some church. And it, we don't want to do anything if God's not in it. I mean, Jesus reminds us over and over again. He says one time, without me, apart from me, you can do nothing. He doesn't say, you can do some pretty good things, and if you need help on the hard stuff, I'll, I'll come give you an assist. No, no, no. Friends, anything that's going to have any eternal lasting value here is only from God. We can't do any. We can create a bunch of noise and activity and you know, print materials, but what we want is the actual love of God to come and fill us and splash out of us because, friends, that changes eternal destinies. It changes our community. It changes our families. It's the most important work in the world, and we got to unleash it. Jesus gave it to us to unleash. So this is our time. But let's remember, it's not us. It's not about us. It's all Him. And you just submit to that. You be humble to that, as I will be too. So here's the ask from the elders, from me, from the staff, from everyone who's been praying and preparing for this for two years now. Pray, pray, pray. Calling on everyone to pray. Some of you are like, well, I'm a bad prayer. Well, I'm calling on the bad prayers too. Because we're all bad prayers. All of us. Pray, pray, pray. Invite God into your life, into this church, into our community, for whatever He wants, whatever His agenda is going to be. We felt like Unleashed Love was safe enough to say, okay, we don't know exactly what that looks like, so God, you guide us as we go. Because we know you want to unleash love. Colossians 4.2 is going to be our watchword. Colossians 4.2. It's going to kind of guide us. Paul is talking to some friends. And it's so inspired that I think it's God speaking to us right now. Here it is. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Here it is. Devote yourselves to prayer. Being watchful and thankful. Will you say that with me? Devote yourselves to prayer. Being watchful and and thankful. Devote means to latch on to this, guys. Be sincere and persistent. This is to mark our behavior as prayerfulness, okay? Devote yourself to prayer. Unwaveringly committed to prayer through this. Not one-offs, but keep praying. And then it says, be devoted to prayer, being watchful. The word watchful just means to be alert. Get your mind fully engaged in this. You know, sometimes we can pray, we're not thinking. Um... Like uh, one time when my son Andrew was really little, we were all around the dinner table, and he was so hungry, and he was looking at that food, and his mom says, it's your turn to pray, Andrew. He's like, okay. So he prays this quick prayer, but instead of saying at the end, in Jesus' name, amen, he says, um, on your mark, set, go. And he grabs the food. <laughs> and so we all laugh because we all know what it's like to be praying where our mouth is moving, but our hearts aren't really engaged. And, and what, what this is saying is be wa- pray in a way where your mind is alert Friends, make space in your life to let your heart be pulled into the deepest kind of prayer over this. Okay? So you can be mindful of what you're saying to God and what He might be saying back to you. Devote yourself to prayer. Being watchful, alert, mindful, and then thankful. Because that's the right attitude of gratitude to have as you go into prayer. Being so grateful. Count your blessings. 
You're like, well, I don't got very many. Well, you're the one who really needs to count them right now. Because that's the attitude of gratitude that postures ourselves properly before God. Start with the blessing of this church that God has given us. But also count your blessings. Remember, when we count our blessings, it kind of gets our eyes off of our excuses for why God can't be doing stuff in us right now. And remember, Paul wrote these words when he's locked up in a stinky jail cell with rats running between his feet. So he's not like all happy, clappy, and in a nice, beautiful place telling you to be thankful. He knows what he's talking about. So be thankful. And you might be going through a rough patch right now. You might be struggling with your health, your family, your finances, whatever it is. But don't let that be your jail cell. You need to be unleashed from that as well. So be, let gratitude be the key as you are prayerful and mindful and grateful as you pray and just say, realize there's nothing too big for God. Here's what we need to do. We need to pray sheepdog prayers. Everyone needs to pray sheepdog prayers. You know what a sheepdog is, right? It's a dog that a shepherd uses to help him chase all the sheep. So they, they run around, they round up all those sheep, but then what? That, that sheepdog comes back and sits at the master's feet. Always returns to the master's feet, looks up as if to say, what do you want me to do now? He'll send it out to do more, but then that dog always returns. Friends, we need to pray sheepdog. Now, I know Nathan, a couple weeks ago, he told you to be like jackasses. I'm just more spiritual than Nathan. <laughs> I'm telling you to be like sheepdogs. Because we, always, we need to find our way back to our master's feet and say, what would you have me do? Sheepdog prayers. What would you have me do? By way of my prayers, Lord. By way of my ministry. By way of my generosity. What do you want me to do here? Pray sheepdog prayers that are watchful, mindful, and full of gratitude. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, our guys, Kirk and Eric, wrote a song about Unleashed Love, and we're going to sing it for you right now in just a minute. But before we do, I just want to pray over you. I want to bless you as we kick this thing off, and I want to use the words right out of Scripture from Ephesians chapter 3. Would you just let these words fill you, wash over you, be true for you? From Ephesians 3, as we launch Unleash Love, and then, uh, then we'll sing, and we'll go do it. Here's Ephesians 3. When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. And I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide and long and high and deep His love truly is. And may you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. And then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let's unleash some love. Let me pray for you guys. Let me pray for you. God, I pray for these folk today that we will realize this. There's something here for me and there's something here for us. God, uh, just unleash love 
to us and through us, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.